I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. And hello. Welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane Brennan, joined as always by Aaron Chalk. How are we? Shane. Mr. Chalk. What'd you say? Guten Morgen. I said Guten Morgen. Guten Morgen. Bonjour. I've been watching a lot of Lupin on Netflix, so like I'm, I, I'm fooling myself into think I can revive my secondary school French. Did you start open... with Guten Morgen though? That's German. I did. I did. That's how bad I am at languages. Okay. I started with German. Okay. But you know, it's Europe. It's all. It's it's all over there. It's you know, they, they get it. <laughs> they get it. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, French is on, French is on the mind, and languages are on the mind. So you're actually watching uh, a show in Fr- that French show on Netflix. I am. I just finished it last night. Would you believe? Uh, and I quite enjoyed, um, well, I very much enjoyed Call My Agent. And that was very French in every sense of the word. And I loved it. So, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I expanded my, my, uh, my French uh, uh, TV horizons and watched Lupin. And very enjoyable as well. So, was it, yeah. Did you watch it with subtitles or did you watch it dubbed? Uh, subtitles, subtitles. You have to, you have they to do, watch it, I think those. What I saw was some trailer with it dubbed and I was like, what is this? It's like when they yeah. do the Scandinavian stuff and they dub it. You're like, who watches this crap dubbed? But all the other all other countries who speak other languages watch uh, like English films and films out of Hollywood dubbed with, with yeah. the actors in, in that language. So it's like, madness. Some people don't know what George Clooney sounds like, apart from the dubber in that country. They think that's what he sounds like. And my favorite thing about that was, uh, what movie was it? Is it uh, The Terminator? Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't allowed to do the Austrian-German voice yeah. for his dubbing because his accent was so farmerish. They're like, no, we can't have it be a, like a colloquial accent to do The Terminator. It doesn't make any sense. That would that would be uh, catastrophic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally, it'll pull everyone out of the movie. <laughs> but um okay lupin grand i won't be watching that um but uh <laughs> um that's how shane bases his recommendations anything i recommend to him he goes okay that's on the blacklist not no i near watched, that i recently watched i'm trying to open my mind again as opposed to just judging everything by uh who's in it and trailers um i finished white lotus which was very good um oh i haven't started HBO, it enjoyed that um the charismatic alex the dario my favorite um, she's in that she's great in it um, and a few other people I think are in it um, but uh, <laughs> um, then you have what have I started watching with Neve? Uh, Nine Perfect Strangers Amazon Prime as well which is apparently a book that's not that's 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 been enjoyable as well um, but yeah that's what that's what I'm watching that's what I'm watching at the minute Aaron anyway on to today's episode so we are going to cover off, as you've all probably seen from the title, um, programmatic ads. And, and half the people who are listening go, boring. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Um, no, yeah, programmatic ads. And like like when we talked about search ads, we know this topic can, one, if you work in digital, it can dominate your day-to-day and can feel like there's very little room for creativity in that space. Me and Aaron both worked in digital at different stages and programmatic ads kind of were the similar to, to, to a lot of search campaigns. It's, oh yeah, no, run direct response, programmatic, make money. And it, it, it's a funny, it's a funny area, isn't mm-hmm. it? In digital, it's like, and, and everyone in the industry has to, to say they know or understand it, even if they don't. So half the people yeah. who talk about programmatic really know what they're talking about programmatic. The other half 
don't but they've picked up phrases uh going around the place and that's just just natural because it's it is a complex uh it's a complex area where it can be simplified and 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 work really well or it can be made overly complex with with uh terminology with vendors with with yeah. way the supply chain works so it's a uh, it's it's I don't know it's like a bag of like, spiders at times you don't know yeah. what's going on. Well, see how I define it is just automated purchasing of digital advertising in real time. That's programmatic. Everything else is kind of like fucking bells and whistles. Oh, what what do you use? What platform do you use? What way do you use it? Like retargeting, not retargeting. It's just automated purchasing. That's it. But um, but there is like really cool software around it that allows you to do interesting things. And funny thing, like. I'm always talking about data privacy. I'd say programmatic advertising has been one of the causes for people to learn and know that they're being stalked. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like pop-ups and um, a lot of banner ads have been very guilty of informing the masses of previously unknown <laughs> um, uh, previously unknown data that advertisers had, you know? And you have that those classic stories where like, People who are buying a, an engagement ring or a Christmas present or something like that, their other halves would find out because they're being retargeted with well, those those uh, those products that, that someone was researching or browsing, like cameras or rings or whatever. That's the famous first ever Facebook fuck up, advertising. Fuck Is up. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Zuck was interviewed. Interviewed. He was like twenty three. And essentially, a man was looking up engagement rings, and then the wife got targeted in the house with engagement rings. And there was like, there's like, um, not sixty minutes, but like a really old news report on it, and Facebook talking about it. The, the engagement ring was the genuine first ever real yes. mess up. But um, but there is room for creativity in this. Yeah, there has to be. Like, it's so powerful. Like, if you think about it, like it gets the financial side of it dominates the power. Right, because there's opportunity to, like, traceable results. So therefore, you a lot of people are like, oh, what, what money we get back? What's the return from that? And then the actual power of the software and what you're doing gets overlooked, and people just kind of put it in that box. It's similar to what we said about search, but like the fact that you're able to place an ad to the right person who's do- and you know what they've done before that. Like from an advertising creative creative point of view, like there is so much opportunity to put an interesting message in front of that person mm-hmm. on their journey, but it kind of gets overlooked. It's like, no, 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 that money is for direct response. No, don't talk, don't talk about that. It's grand. Look at TV. Do do TV. <laughs> Leave our budgets alone. We'll get you to return. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but that return has to work in tandem, obviously, with with other other brand building and other other media as well. It works. It yeah. works harder for harder for it, uh, oh. and all those good things we know. As an exercise, there mm. is a lot you can do within that space. You know, what and I mean? we have some great examples that we're going to show exactly how you can do that in this we, space. We do indeed, we do indeed. So to kick us off, would you like to show what you got? Yes, I would love to. So my campaign is called the Digital Paw Print. So we have a little case study video here. We show that up, and we'll go through it in a bit more detail. Then let's do it.
right so uh, I think a little bit more explaining uh, helps with this the more after I looked at that video it did for me anyways this was created in 2015 by Sachi and Sachi in the LA it was done as a pro bono campaign for the Amanda mm -hmm. Foundation which is uh, as we've seen an animal shelter there so what they do is they take the animals that they have and they kind of put traits on them so this one is is uh, energetic it's very friendly and then it it puts those into banner ads uh, and only serves those to humans that are compatible for that type of dog or cat characteristic. So I have a quick image here that kind of shows the, the traits and how they match up. Mm -hmm. We bring it up on screen here. Yeah. Well, so the first one here you can... Pardon? Look how fat the second cat is. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take that fat cat there, right? So uh, for a human that the, that the programmatic would have determined as... Uh, tech savvy and homebody uh, they also had this animal that was intelligent and chilled out mellow uh, so they would basically serve sally that, that cat uh, to that that human who has those traits and they do that for for a range uh, of their animals which i thought was a very clever way of instead of just carpet bombing uh, the the internet with adopt uh, an animal today mm -hmm. they they brought it a step further to go kind of personality match uh, and get that hook individual to the person that's been served that ad and i thought that was a really great example of showing the the power of programmatic and when you think about it differently that it's not just um serve, uh, serving ads on 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 mass uh, at a low cost with a, with a bit of targeting on it it can actually when you match it up with your product mm -hmm. in a clever way uh, it can really be a, be a strong effect and I assume there was some in-market targeting as well, like people searching for dogs or cat. You know what I mean? You'd you'd well, I'd I'd it hasn't so. gone. It hasn't gone that far in the, in in terms of the information I could get. But you'd okay. imagine that that was that was what. Did was they give any results or anything like that? No, no, no. It's it's okay. it, it was a, it was it felt like a classic 2015, 2016 type yeah, campaign yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's a nice case study. See if it does well in France uh, at the start. Did, of it, do, did it do <laughs> anything <laughs> in France? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, but I could be corrected if if uh, if I am wrong. Please, yeah, it's a nice. It's a, it's a, it's a nice campaign. You know what I mean? I'd be curious to see, um, what the um, results are and stuff like that. I think it's cool, or even more detail on how they chose. Like, if if someone's in market, are they in market for the last ten days? Like, I I'd love to see. I think Dad. you're asking you're asking more questions than the, the client or the agency probably because it was free. <laughs> yeah, but I'd love to know like how did they decide the match up the human traits? You know what I mean? It's just stuff like that. Like what data set did they pull that from? And I just think that's all kind of interesting because like mm. that's all sparking off the creative. So it's like how much information can you give me? Yeah, people who I don't know who are single want cats and who read people who are homebodies. Yeah, it's just it's cool. I just I'd love to see the the behind the curtain on it. You know that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, I don't think anyone who who made this campaign wants you to see behind the curtain. No, that's fair as, enough. As as with most programmatic campaigns or structures, <laughs> no one wants to see behind the no one wants you to see behind the curtain. Yeah, but, that's uh, fair enough. It's cool though. I'm I'm happy they did it for a worthy cause as well. Um, and it's once again it kind of it's one of those type of things like as you with programmatic right three options do something shit that people don't like you're following them do mm -hmm. something people actually want and they don't they, and then they're happy you're following them or do something that's a worthy cause so it's okay to follow them. 
You know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah, okay, it's a charity or it's a thing. It's like, I don't care that they're following me. You know, yeah, how, so how, do they, how do they know I'm a lazy slob? They, the yeah, they're not annoyed. <laughs> or they, they might look at it and go, I know I'm a lazy slob. They might look at it and go, ah, good for them. I hope I hope they actually get someone with that. That's good targeting. Yeah, not yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> you won't get me with those. You won't get me with that. Literally. I work in advertising. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought it was a, it was a nice example. Um, and I I don't know how you found this shame, but but when you're looking at programmatic campaigns and and ones that stand out there, um, it's hard to find an interesting one to talk about because there's some there's some really great examples out there, but they're very and then it's uplifted by this percentage and then we crafted that percentage it's very mm. it's very reading case study type of examples that that are really well done but mm-hmm. but for, for for this format um wouldn't wouldn't uh wouldn't light up the the switchboard let's i reckon put it that way that's because of team structures and client facing structures around the different media so if you imagine even when we worked in it we were on beyond a digital team traditional media would sit completely separately so from a digital but then search in digital would sit separately to display so search has this huge 40 percent of all the advertising budget or even not even more goes to that one person or two people and they're just running a search campaign that doesn't really need that much they're creatively. just making a rain in the corner yeah it even doesn't need that words. much creatively so they're like okay they're over there causing shit tons of return right <laughs> um then you have the digital display person. It's like, oh, we need to do a homepage takeover. We need to do this. We need to do that. And so, how much is a rich media build? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, HTML five. Will we do a native? We app? haven't won the lotto. Sorry, no, we're not. Yeah, we're yeah. Not can, doing that. Can, we, can we try and do something interesting, like that? Maybe actually isn't a shitty banner. And it's like, no, no. All the budget went into the TV campaign. Okay, but like we can do some really cool, like not everyone is gonna watch RTE at nine o'clock, but like everyone. Everyone watches RT at nine o'clock. Okay, Uh, everyone. That's a rule uh, if you're Irish. But like everyone uses their phone, so why don't we do some interesting programmatic network purchasing, and we'll get people across these. But we need good creative to jump out, and it's like no, no. I I feel like this is a therapy session for you, Shane. That like you're really venting those, those, those uh, frustrations. No, I was media, not creative. So I was putting the, I was putting it where it needed to be. But like. Like, the question is it's just I think the way the structure works is obviously the creative agency is going to pitch your TV and then comes in your press and your radio and then kind of then maybe outdoors up there depending on what if someone has a really good idea somewhere higher up understands all those media a lot of the people higher up don't understand this media so therefore it's not their top of mind that their creative output you know what I mean? Jesus, let's be honest, a lot of people uh, below us as well don't understand this media. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. But like in, in essence, it's it's essentially you're going to get on people's phones and computers. So I just think it's it's when it's brought into the actual creative and campaign journey, I think it's an afterthought, even though it's very powerful. Yeah, that's that's, that's I guess a, what I'm what trying to say. It's it's and, and that's fair enough. Like if when you're creative and you get excited about it could be a, a, a TVC or it could be even out of home idea or even a radio idea, you're starting with that. Fucking no one. Because they don't really understand the media really starts with a display. And the client wouldn't want you to start with a display media because the client mightn't understand it. <laughs> so you're not gonna sell it to them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the reasons for lack of innovation in the space. Um 
because I just yeah I just don't think I don't think it's given I given not credit but it's just it's not top of mind as you said but you've already stated like twice on this podcast that you reckon most people don't understand it so that's also why people stay away from shit they don't understand you know what I mean um but I think that's really cool it's a really cool execution of it which is great um great to see but uh yeah um awesome I'm just surprised when it's programmatic that they don't they're like results results we yeah. saved a thousand dogs <laughs> they all bit the owners and they got sent back <laughs> <laughs> yeah all thanks to digital ads yeah ads, um ads, ads, ads. cool that's cool who was that by sachi and sachi la sachi and sachi la yeah yeah sachi and sachi la if you want to reach out and let us know what the results were that'd be that'd be great or even just uh the, the, the way you matched up uh who people were that i'd love i'd love to know i'd love to know um maybe one so person anyone left from 2015 yeah. <laughs> they're all going to google or facebook at this stage yeah especially if they're involved in that it's like on yeah. their cv i saved animals with programmatic google's <laughs> like come here come here um okay cool sure i'll jump into my one now yeah um yeah my one now this is i really really enjoyed this i was i was working in in um digital when i saw this in 2015 i'm pretty sure it came out in 20 2015 yeah. uh the 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 cookie era when you could do anything oh, on the internet when bo- boys were emailing going i got a bunch of cookies you want some i'll give you some cookies <laughs> yeah Who give you a looking for your cookies there would you someone, uh, someone would buying you, a car you? someone in market for a car oh i know where they are i can get you then <laughs> Are those cookies uh, segmented into retargeting? Are they? Oh, yeah. What about pro- prospecting? Do you want good branding? Oh. What about a bit of branding? Any more? Any more budget for branding cookies? We How can much? do it. I'll do you a deal. I'll do you deal? How much? Two euro CPM. Do you deal? Don't worry I'll about give it. Give you fifty for it. I'll give you fifty. <laughs> are we, we going to frequency cap this? Ah, then we don't talk about things like that. Ah, we don't talk. Amateur. Amateur hour. Would you wash your mouth out? Frequency what, cap. What do we do with it? What do we do? <laughs> Most, but some it, people will understand this. And I was right won't. back, right back in 2015 there. I felt like I was in the office there for a second. Oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this one is from Posted and D and A and D. So, um, it's, I'll put it up there now. I really like this one. So, give it a go. Retargeting banners, they keep coming back to you with the same shoe again and again and again. We love them, right? But what if we could get rid of the evil part of this technology and keep all the good? How? By using it for something we purposely stick in front of our eyes. Post-it notes. See this banner? Write your notes right inside it. Confirm and just continue browsing. Now you'll start seeing your notes instead of retargeting banners. Easy? Not really. There's a smart script behind this tiny banner that uses the same technology big websites use to hunt you down and show you the stuff you only looked at once. There's also a bunch of placements on the most frequently visited websites, so you'll meet your post-it stickers wherever you go. Click on any of your notes and you'll land on a post-it page where you can create more stickers, manage, or delete them all. See? Letting banners follow you isn't so bad after all. More post-it notes, less noisy banners. So that's um, that. Came, I'm pretty sure it came out in uh, in 2015, and so this was just I thought a really smart idea, kind of utilizing how much people dislike unwanted um, retargeting ads and how kind of creepy it is, and it's like the same thing over and over again. You're like, I was on your website, I didn't buy that pair of shoes, 
stop fucking showing me that pair of shoes. I didn't want them. I didn't want it mm. then. I don't want it now. It's like just a bad salesperson. Um, whereas what this is doing is actually just making them usable. And I remember this was the first time for me when I saw this ad, I was like, oh, you can kind of just do whatever you want. You know what I mean? You can, you can be like, you can actually use this technology to, and I was only kind of starting to understand what can was and, and, and all these different type of campaigns and kind of these bigger ideation campaigns, hmm. not just being limited to a fucking pop-up event. You, you don't know, just a, have to stay in your lane. Kind yeah. Of you can literally just come up with anything. And like this, for me, this is genius. Um, it, it obviously, it's, it won multiple cans. It won, Cleo's it won every it won everything like it did very it's an, well it's annoyingly simple annoyingly uh, so yeah like it's it's so frustrating in a in a, in a lovely way yeah. it's the kind of annoying campaign that you can't help but wish you did yourself and i think that's that's the gold standard when a campaign makes you think going yeah, yeah. of course anyone can think of that 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 then you not everyone can think of that that that's the annoying thing about it and you know, for something that looks so simple like that, mm-hmm. a lot of work has gone into crafting the idea to hone it down to that simplicity, uh, as well as getting buy-in from the agency, from the brand, from the board of the brand, all the way, all the way through. And it's it's perfect for the actual brand itself. Post notes is, is, is to remind you. It's it's all those stars align, uh, and I, what I do really love about it, and these type of campaigns in general. Is when they flip a negative into a positive. I think because I, there's so much power and energy mm. in doing that, and if you do it the right way, like this has nail on the head, that's when you've you've struck campaign gold for sure. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Like, I for me, the unfortunate thing about having this on the podcast, it really, for me, this speaks for itself. Yeah, like you, you can't say much more. Can't say much about <laughs> on it. Like, it. The goal was it's the 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 brand is called yeah the the banner that makes you love banners, and I just think it's just genius. I love I love the thinking just thinking like someone was like oh yeah posted or looking to do something or maybe they just had posted as a, a client and they just brought it to them. I was like mm-hmm. we think you should do this. All you got to do is pay for HTML design web a little bit of web design and then whatever your media cost is. I just yeah I just think it's so clever and I just think it. It's one of those, if you're in digital advertising or you're, you, you are the person in the creative agency that has to design the banners based off the TVC, I think this is the type of campaign that should give you a kick in the ass to be like, you have an awful lot of power at your fingertips that most people don't recognize. Mm-hmm. Like there's an awful lot you can do in your space that you don't know about yet. And it's more just thinking outside the box and like bring, right. being able to bring stuff to the client that's display first, not TV first, not radio first, not out of home first, not search first. It's like we've had this idea; it'll cost around twenty k, but this is what you get from it. We think it's something. But Shane, I, I think that comes that comes back to the whole idea of the the idea being central to what your response is. Is the idea solving the problem for that brand or yeah. the product that the brand has or the brief that you're given? And it, like, fuck the media that's that's attached yeah, exactly, to it. Yeah. The media that works for that idea should be attached to it. And if it can build off to multiple media, mm-hmm. great. So this obviously, perfect for digital. This wouldn't work on TV. Wouldn't work on 
you know, it could work, but it might be clunky if you're working around there. It's just perfect for the medium it was used on. So it, it, I really am a, a strong believer on crack that idea. Crack the, the idea that solves the problem on the brief. And then you to go, okay, where can this live so mm-hmm. it can live the best it possibly can? Yeah, I completely agree. I think... I think, though, by looking at this, this is a eureka idea brought to the client. Yeah, it had, it had those hallmarks. This it? was a eureka. This was someone who's working in this space going, you know, the guys could have been working on the post-it brief or there might not even have been a brief. And this just screams to me like, no one else has thought of this. I'm going to bring this to them. They should carve out money for this. because. And the other thing that makes me think that is, this is cheap. And it's much easier when you solve an idea... Or you have a eureka idea that's mm-hmm. not expensive for the client. Especially on a market, I, I, I'm going to assume that this is either UK or US. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you have the scale, bill costs for HTML or uh, HTML5 are mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. They're harder when you're in smaller markets. Yeah, or, or because very, it costs the same. Like it's Ireland. like TV costs. 30 minutes of TV costs what 30 minutes of TV costs. A- you know exactly. So the scalability is, is there. So that makes it uh, a, a no-brainer. It's probably a tiny percentage of what they're spending on 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 tv or out of home uh for other for other campaigns or print yeah no so that's it anyway that's the posted um campaign by great choice yeah so i'm um no i'm delighted with that i just every time i see it as you said it just annoys me it's how good it is (laughs) um so aaron have you got a need to know for us this week i do i feel like we should have like news music in the background every time someone says uh, need to know (laughs) yeah well great show yeah. uh so my need to know is it's more of a reminder uh and to people because okay. uh we've had the government announcement saying the uh the roadmap for the lifting of covid restrictions uh, mm-hmm. on the phase basis up to the 22nd of october and this is a very important time for a lot of marketers where they're either finalizing their Christmas plans uh, or they're actually setting their 2022 budgets uh, for the for the full year. So it's more of a reminder that we can actually go and do stuff. We can actually do something. We're, we're so con- conditioned over the last uh, 18 months that, you know, we have to use either existing footage or we can only shoot under certain conditions or create new assets when we're allowed to create new assets. And we can't do anything with in-person or with people or events. That's all back on the table if things go the way they're going. So from the 22nd of October, there's no restrictions on indoor, outdoor events. We can all go to coppers. uh, And the only restrictions that it looks like is face masks in certain situations. So uh, having experiential events, having having customer events, um, and I'm obviously talking more in-person events focus because they're the things we've been lacking a lot over the last while but all these things are back on the table so we can so we can kind of open our mind again to the possibility without having to think what's the restrictions what's the thing holding us back yeah uh, and that's very exciting especially th- as we come into the back end of the year and the start of next year so it's just more of a reminder that we can open our minds again to to all, everything being back on the table as as options like i think there will be it's it's funny i'm in two minds about what hesitancy will be like from people like I think there's going to be hesitancy because there's a lot of research going around saying that there will be, but then you see Crow Park, and then you see like Limerick winning the All Ireland. Any tickets? Any tickets? Yeah, but don't. But you know what I mean. Like, like the after, like seeing what the streets are like. So there is hesitancy yeah. until there's not. Um, 
you, so, you're going to have a few brands do it and you're like oh wait a second we can actually do this I forgot yeah, yeah let's go for it and I think there's going to be a lot of appetite out there from consumers to be put on like a measured event do you know what I mean not not like yeah not not it's not bingo loco right it's uh, yes <laughs> yes yes um but it's a measured fun event that people are like yeah okay i'm, I'm there for this it's like 85 percent what it used to be but it's just with that little bit of covid sauce on it you know what i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, a, little, I think a little sprinkling a little sprinkle of everything peppered, we've, we've gone through for the last peppered around the place fucking year and a half um, and coming up to Christmas, people are going to want, like everyone's, like most people have been vaccinated, so they want to return, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, 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 I think that's that's a good reminder for people. That, and uh, even even this back. week, uh, where you, you, you can you can even be doing something from this week, 60% indoor capacity, uh, and that's for people who are immune or vaccinated, and 75% for outdoor. So that stuff is on the table right now uh, to a certain yep. limit, and then... That gets supercharged then at the end of October, ready for Halloween madness. Sounds great. Halloween madness. All right. Sounds great. Um, Okay. So they were some good ads. That's a really good need to know. So guys, if you want to reach out to us on social, let us know if you have any topics you want us to talk about or if you have any ads within this space um, you think we should have looked at, hit us up. Um, And if you want to have a look at the archives, just go to the website, workwithfo.ie. Everything is up there from the last six months, seven months, eight months. How long are we doing this now? Eight months? Nine months. We're in our ninth month. It starts in January. Um, But yeah, we're we're still enjoying it, obviously. Uh, We hope you are too. Yeah, we're, we're enjoying it. Yeah. Do you know what's annoying me? I can't wear. <laughs> do you know what's annoying me? I can't wear a white t-shirt when I'm doing the podcast, even though all I wear is white t-shirts because I'll blend into the background. You're like a void in a void. I can't what, do it. How much are you getting paid for the, all the Nike product placement back there? Oh, you see, but this is cropped. Are we going to have to put hashtag ad and hashtag spawn? Most people can't it? see that because it's cropped in the edit. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, just to my right there is. Well, pop pop up a screenshot there, Shane. Okay, well, um, <laughs> what, what would you say? Nine Nike runner boxes? You love Phil Knight, don't you? God bless you. I fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who does it? Shoe dog. Um, but anyway, uh, we should do, ooh, ooh, Nike ads, that'd be fun. Oh yeah, we'll get Phil on the show. We'll get Phil on yeah, the he'll, show. Yeah, he'll, he'll pop on the show, yeah, not about we we'll both say we read his book, and that'll hey, be Hey, Philly, it. give you a shout, hop on a Zoom there, we'll do a little podcast with you, yeah? <laughs> Right, go on. On that note, before we descend into too much chaos, Mm. see you soon, guys. Bye-bye.